Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome back to the Fast Break Season 2. We're coming back with you guys for another season. I'm your host, Big Luge, here with my co-host, Phil the Thrill for the Night. Say what's up. What is going on, everybody? Season 2. Get hype. Yes, sir, man. Season 2, we're coming back with you guys for another season. Uh, first season, we had had some up and downs, but this season we're going to come... We're going to... I can't speak. We're going to come back to you guys with uh, some good stuff this season. Uh, just get hyped, man. We got a lot of stuff in store. We're just going to get to it, man. We got a new season. We got a lot of a few things to break down tonight. So let's not say any further. Let's get right to it. So the big the big thing that recently just dropped in the NBA was uh, the jersey right here. Yeah, obviously Phil can see it, but uh, not the viewers or the listeners can't see it. But I'm pointing to my LeBron jersey. That man, LeBron James, came back from injury last night, missing almost a month due to a high ankle sprain. Uh, Phil, I just want to get your thoughts on what does this mean for the Lakers right now and uh, how could this uh, help them out uh, moving forward? Right. Well, just to add to that, it was actually just a little over a month. I think it was five to six weeks, but anyway... Not just to say, um, yeah, this is huge for the Lakers. Um, as you know, they, they they've been struggling without him. Um, I believe, uh, you know, they, they, I think they were like eight and I think it was twenty without him, something like that, roughly. Um, they've been struggling. Uh, AD comes back, and um, you know, of course, they're getting better. But even with AD's return, I believe they were one and four uh, with him. So. Even with him returning, you could tell uh, they're just not, they just have not been playing well recently. Um, you know, last night's game, LeBron didn't have the greatest game, but he, you know, he's coming off of uh, a pretty significant uh, high ankle sprain injury. He was out like five to six weeks. Um, he's just getting into the rhythm of it. Um, but, you know, he played pretty well. Um, but unfortunately, they did lose to the Sacramento Kings. Um, no De'Aaron Fox, uh, no Harrison Barnes. Um, Pretty disappointing loss, um, if I will say. Um, but LeBron is just getting back into things. AD, of course, just getting back into things. Um, this was LeBron's first game with, of course, somewhat newly required Andre Drummond um, and a couple other assets they have. So he's just, you know, starting to learn the team. Um, and Anthony Davis, again, uh, he returned um, last week or two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, last week. And he was also... You know, first time playing with Andre Drummond as well. Um, so, of course, they have um, different roles now. Of course, LeBron will obviously help this team on both ends of the floor, offense, defense. Um, right now, the Lakers are fifth seed. Um, they're only like one game ahead of Dallas and Portland. Um, it's a little scary for them right now. Um, they, they really got to pick it up. Um, that's really all I got to say. Um it's not looking too good for them right now. They really, really don't want to see themselves slipping into that play-in tournament. Um, at least if they can stay the sixth seed, that would be ideal. Um, but right now, um, it's looking a little scary for them. Um, so hopefully LeBron can, you know, shake off that rust. Anthony Davis has been playing better his first couple games. He was definitely rusty. Um, just getting that cardio in, you know, all that, getting his legs moving. Um but he got a couple blocks yesterday. He was looking good. LeBron, the same thing. Uh, Drummond was looking aggressive. Um, they were they were on a run at one point, and um, I think they had like a ten to thirteen point lead. Uh, they just couldn't they just couldn't uh, keep it going down the stretch. But um, they you know they played well. You know, again, LeBron's first game back. He's only going to get better. 
he's still learning the team because, you know, they have new acquisitions. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, the Lakers are going to, they're going to pick it up um, once the playoffs start. Uh, they just need to keep it consistent and, uh, you know, win games. There is um, nine games remaining. Um, so, you know, all these games are really important for them. Uh, they really need to win as many as possible. Um, but I'm confident that LeBron and Anthony Davis will will get things going and uh, mentor, you know, Drummond, who, who, you know, they haven't had for too long. They've had him for like three weeks to a month now. So he's still relatively new. And the rest of the players on the team. Yeah, Phil, no doubt. Um, just wanted to point out that, yeah, the season is coming to an end. They got nine games left. Uh, LeBron did come back last night. Um, LeBron, according to LeBron, uh, came out on Instagram today posting that his body was not going to go back to 100% healthy, which to me that kind of is a little concerning, but not really. Uh, maybe it's just for attention, but I'm not sure how LeBron, how, uh, LeBron fans would read that. But... Um, yeah, I'm glad to see LeBron back out there, no question. Uh, just hoping, uh, just hoping he could uh, get back, no problem. Hopefully, uh, LeBron AD gets get thing going, get things going, and um, so for the best for the Lakers. Hopefully, they could uh, clinch a spot in the playoffs. And um, yeah, it's that for LeBron and the Lakers. And now moving on to our next. Spot, our next uh, segment on the episode is the uh, four teams have officially clinched a playoff berth for the 2021 NBA playoffs. That those four teams are the 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets for the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference are is the Utah Jazz and the And the Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns. My bad. Yeah, so let me just get your uh, thoughts on uh, what those four teams can do. Hopefully in the uh, hopefully in the playoffs and uh, what kind of success they can have. Durant only played seven games together, uh, yet they still have still managed to be the number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference. Which does amaze me, um, because as we know, teammate chemistry is very important, and you know, it's something that they would need going, you know, down the stretch in the playoffs. Um, so to say that they have the best record in the East, and they haven't been healthy really the whole year, basically, uh, very, uh, very impressive. Um, I am a little worried about the injuries they have right now, but hopefully they can, you know figure stuff out, hopefully when Harden comes back, because, of course, he did get a setback in his hamstring injury. Um, hopefully he's ready for the playoffs. And, um, you know, I, I just want to see, you know, good competition in the playoffs. Um, hopefully, you know, no team's really plagued by injuries because we've seen a lot of that in the past. So I'm just hoping that, you know, of course, the Nuggets right now are suffering. They don't have Jamal Murray. And this year yeah. has just been crazy with injuries. Nuggets had, a but big, hopefully... Nuggets had a big blow with Jamal Murray being injured, especially tearing his ACL. Uh, just wanted to let you know that we we had a little little technical difficulties over here on my end, but they're all resolved now. So just just you, uh, so you can continue. That's my apologies. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, Jamal Murray. Um, but you know all these other teams, like the uh, the Phoenix Suns, they've been um, insane this year. Um, again, another team that um, I don't think a lot of people really thought that they'd be this high. Um, you know, 
just shows what Chris Paul really does. Uh, he has a huge impact on, uh, you know, a team we saw last year with the Thunder. Um, I think they were like the fifth seed. Yeah, and it goes to show what kind of player Chris Paul really is. And I apologize to keep cutting you off, but I just want to say this. Chris Paul mm-hmm. is one hell of a point guard. Most likely top 10 point guard all time, easily. Top 10 point guard all time. He turns he turns around every, each and every single franchise he has been on. The, he take He took the Hornets... The Clippers, the Thunder, the Rockets, and the Suns to the playoffs. Each of those five teams that Chris Paul has played on, he has led those teams to the playoffs. Unfortunately, has they he has come up short in the playoffs. You know, first round, second round exits. He has never made it to his uh, conference finals yet. But that could be soon with that could be seen within the near future, seeing how Phoenix plans out in this postseason. But um. Chris Paul is one hell of an unbelievable ball player, especially when it comes to the NBA. Uh, we don't see any any point guards like that anymore. No, not too many point guards can facilitate and penetrate the the paint. You know, pass it to the open man, uh, find open shots, easy easy buckets. It's very hard to find a point guard like that. But you know, with Curry, Kyrie, you know, all those guys. But Chris Paul has to be put in that conversation. But yeah, Chris Paul, he's definitely turned the Phoenix Suns around for sure. So, I'll let you continue, Phil. <laughs> sorry, sorry if I keep cutting you off. No, yeah, Chris Paul, like you said, uh, he he's just in, uh, you know he, Chris he's Paul just insane. Just, I mean he he's just he's, cheesy. he's just he's, a cheesy man. He's thirty five. He's thirty five, but um, he shows he still got it. I mean, uh, last week against the Knicks, um, he completely turned it up. Uh, hitting clutch shots, end of the game. Uh, he hit that shot of Randall. He had that fading three pointer. Um, he he's just unstoppable when he wants to be, and just the IQ. Um, his IQ is just off the charts. Um, one of the best passers of all time. Um, just one of the best point guards of all time. Uh, so he's up there. The Jazz as well. Um, they have a solid team: Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Clarkson, Conley, Bogdan. Onovich is another team that won't back down. Uh, they're the second seed. It's got the same record as the Suns, 45 and 18. Again, another team that uh, will definitely... Donovan Mitchell's currently still injured, um, but he will be back. And um, again, another scary team. Uh, and then, of course, you have the Philadelphia 76ers, who, again, of course, you know, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, uh, Seth Curry... Um, again, just another great all around team. And, um, you know, Embiid was out for, um, a couple weeks. I believe it was like two or three weeks. Uh, Simmons had his fair share of missed games this year, yet they still managed to be, uh, second seed right now. Uh, Bucks are third and, uh, the Knicks are fourth. But again, another team that hasn't really been fully healthy this year. Um, but, you know, is still, um, up there. Uh, you know, with the seeding, their second seed. So they're definitely, um, you know, very capable of making it far in the playoffs. Definitely a team to um, look out for. Um, and I truly feel that the Eastern Conference Rhinos will be the Sixers and the Nets. Um, and, you know, they also have the two best records in the East. And um, there's huge reason for it. Both of those teams are so dominant. Uh, Milwaukee is another team that they could even make it to. 
Uh, you know, Giannis, two-time MVP. Um, you know, they have Drew Holiday. They have, um, you know, Lopez at Connaughton. You know, they have a bunch of players, Chris Middleton. Um, so, again, that's another team to to worry about. And then the West, of course, you have the Clippers, the Lakers, the Nuggets. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot. This year, I think the playoffs this year will be very competitive. Um, I'm very interested to see how they play. Um, and, yeah, you know, just so far the teams that made it were just those four. But uh, the Clippers, they're on their way to clinching it. Um, the Nuggets are not far behind. The Bucks are close. Um, at this point, even the Knicks, you know, the Knicks are the fourth seed. They're, I believe they're four games behind Milwaukee, um, but they will, you know, eventually clinch it. Um, like I said, there's really only about like nine or ten games left in the season. Uh, so gradually more teams will be making it. Of course, there are a couple teams that are completely out of it being, I believe it's the Timberwolves, the Rockets, and the Thunder. Under as well, um, but you know, as far as the teams that make it, all incredible teams, and uh, I'm really looking forward to see how they all play uh, in the playoffs. Which, and again, the playoffs is, I believe, it's three weeks away, uh, like about three weeks away from from about right now, yeah. uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I hope it's really competitive, uh, um, and I just hope that you know. Um, injuries um, don't continue to plague these teams because as we've seen from the past, injuries completely turn around series. So hoping for the best and um, yeah, just looking for a great playoffs. Oh yeah, man, for sure. Especially for what uh, a comeback uh, playoffs. What this playoffs means basically for any team that makes it, it's basically redemption from what happened last postseason. Like yeah, last postseason, everyone was in the bubble down in florida down in orlando uh i, wa- I want to see the lakers repeat ch- as champions they just re-signed ad to a uh, supermax they re-signed lebron to an extension a two-year extension i want to see that team fully healthy and plus they got JJ, they just got andre drummond who's a pretty decent center so hopefully that team can do some damage uh like you just said, man, Brooklyn and Philly out in the East, I think that could be a possible Eastern Conference Finals matchup. But like I said, man, it, some teams can have a Cinderella type of story for a season, for especially in the playoffs, because that's what happened with Miami Heat last year. Like Miami Miami was not favored to win the East. The Bucks were. The Bucks were the favorite to win the East last season, and we all knew how that ended up. They lost in, I believe, five. I think it was five. Or four, yeah, it was five games. Five Why games they lost to the they lost to the Heat. But Jimmy Butler just he's he's gonna turn it up. We'll see if Miami can do that again. You never know. You never know if Miami could come back, man. Like there could be so many teams out in the East or West that could make a huge surprise on one postseason. Like in the West, man. Like we just talked about it before, Phoenix hasn't made the playoffs. Since 2010 or 11, I'm pretty sure it was 2011 was their last playoff appearance. But that was during the Steve- which team? Sorry, the Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I would yeah, I would say probably around there. Yeah, yeah, this it's was, been a, it's been a while. Yeah, for sure. the last time Phoenix was in the postseason was the Steve Nash era, and that was that was around the time Steve Nash was on the verge of getting traded to the Lakers, and the rest is uh, the rest is history. But yeah, so I'm glad to see. You know what? I'm glad to see Phoenix 
you know, back in the playoffs, I mean, they've been having a rough, a rough stand, rough pass the past few seasons. You know, they've gotten rid of so many point guards. They traded Eric Bledsoe. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if they re-signed Booker yet, but that that could possibly be in the near future. If Booker maybe, if Booker maybe makes another All Star appearance next season, he could get the bag. He could get the money he wants. Maybe he they maybe he likes staying in Phoenix. Maybe he needs to go elsewhere, hopefully to win a championship, have that championship desire. Because I think he's at his age 27 season. Age, it sounds uh, either age 26, somewhere in the mid-20s around there. But um, he's, he's going to come to that point in time where he wants to, he wants to win a championship. Because he doesn't want to spend most of his career with a team going playoffs after playoffs after playoffs. He's... What's that, Phil? Yeah, Devin Booker's twenty-four. Twenty-four. He's twenty-four. Devin 24. Booker. Yeah. So he's. Yeah. So next season he's going to enter his twenty, his year twenty-five season in age. Um, he he could be coming to the point where he wants to win a championship. Like, yeah, we all know he's going to get the money eventually, but will he get it from Phoenix? I mean, Phoenix is probably paying a good chunk of it to Chris Paul for acquiring him in the the CP three trade, but we'll see how that plans out. Uh, the Utah Jazz, one of the huge surprises this season. I know they were a good team, but I didn't think they would go this far. I didn't really think they were going to go to the first seed. But I'm glad to see Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, uh, Mike Conley, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think it's how, uh, Bojan Bogdanovich. That's how you pronounce his name. Joe Ingles. Those those guys out there out in Utah, they've been turning it up. I don't know what in the world happened there, but things definitely turned around there. Maybe we could see a revamp of what the Jazz didn't finish back in the 90s against Michael Jordan and the Bulls. I mean, the NBA has endless possibilities, as we all know. But like I said, anything is possible in the NBA. But now heading over to the East uh, with the Nets and the Sixers. Honestly, we all know what the Nets are capable of doing right now. But imagine with Harden being back in the lineup. Yeah, he had a setback injury with the hamstring. But... What's that lineup's full capacity, full health? It, it's going to be tough in in the East, especially for teams that are competing against Brooklyn. Because, one, you have most arguably the greatest scorer of our generation in Kevin Durant leading the team. And then you have a cheesy MVP caliber player in James Harden. And then plus you have a pretty nasty ball handler in Kyrie Irving. That is a nasty three-headed monster right there. Let me tell you, Phil. That is one of the most nastiest three big threes in the NBA today. And we don't see a lot of big threes anymore. Of all so, time. Honestly, yeah, of I mean, all time. Yeah. I, I, know, I know they haven't won anything yet, but... If we just talk about the pure scoring, Kyrie, all that stuff. Kyrie... Yeah, Kyrie, one of the best dribblers of all time. Harden, I would say one of the best overall playmakers of all time. Honestly, this year, leading up to his injury, this might have been one of his best years ever. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Re- He's been unhappy with Houston this entire time. Really compared to James Harden. I feel like James Harden as a point guard, I actually prefer over as a shooting guard because I feel like his scoring did go down. But he accepted that role, 
And because of that, he's getting more um, more assists and more rebounds and just overall uh, just a different role. And personally, um, I actually like the shooting guard role of Kyrie. I, I think it's something that we haven't really seen. So seeing it now, um, it works. Um, you know, they were winning without KD. So adding KD only makes them that much better. And is definitely the team to beat when healthy, of course. I mean, this team, when healthy, really seems unbeatable. Um, those three alone, then you add Landry Shamit, Joe Harris, Blake Griffin, uh, DeAndre Jordan, um, Claxton, like, um, what's his name? Um, uh, keep forgetting his name. The guy, not Dotson, it's um, Brown, I think. Uh, Brown. Uh, yeah, I don't. Bru uh, Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown is it? Bruce, Bruce Brown is Bruce it? Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know he's been playing really well. So you know, looking at the roster, I mean Joe Harris, I think he's having a career year from three point percentage. He's shooting like forty five percent or something like that. He's been lighting it up this year. Landry Shamit again lighting it up. Um, they have a stacked lineup, stacked bench. Really, un, uh, you know, we were saying before, this team healthy really does seem unbeatable. Um, it's going to be tough. You know, I, I know a lot of people, including myself, uh, would love to see a New York versus New York battle, you know, between the Knicks and the Nets. Uh, hopefully that would happen because I, you know, I, from what I know, that's never happened ever. And uh, the Knicks haven't made the playoffs since I believe 2015, and the Nets. Um, the Knicks, I believe, I, yeah, they made it. I believe. I just yeah, want, the, uh, the Nets I'll, made I'll, it. I'll correct you um, on that. The Knicks last. The Knicks last playoff appearance was 2013. Brooklyn was obviously last okay. last year, but yeah, man, New York. They have definitely turned it up. That's another surprising team this year. Like no doubt, Julius Randle, MVP caliber player. He's he's definitely turned it up. They made the Derrick Rose trade. Uh, that was a good pickup for the Knicks. Tom Thibodeau as the head coach. I don't know what ha I don't know what he did or what or what happened. I, they definitely turned it around in New York. Hopefully, they continue doing that. I mean, I used to be a Knicks fan. I used to love Carmelo and Porzingis that era. That sh the short little era, you know, didn't last too long as much as I wanted it to. Um, yeah, I would like I would like to see New York back in the playoffs. You know. They haven't been in the playoffs since the Mellow era, the Mellow era, which was the last playoff appearance was 2013. But yeah, I'm glad to see New York back on the Knicks back on their feet. Hopefully, uh, they'll maybe get a new, uh, new owner instead of uh, James Dolan because he's definitely not doing a good job there. I know that for sure. But um, yeah, that's basically the uh, the Eastern and Western Conference uh, playoffs, basically in a nutshell. I mean, there's still plenty of more teams left to clinch, but you never know who's gonna pop in in and out. You know, like you, I mean, there's nine games left. Like maybe I don't know. Let's say the Warriors go on a nine and zero run. If the if the Warriors win nine games, they could be at like the fifth or the sixth seed in the playoffs. Like you never know what happens. I'm just throwing that out there. You know what I mean? Like it's so unpredictable that it is predictable. And what do I mean by that? Like you don't know what's going to happen but then again you kind of do because of the team's star talent and will t for success which is crazy to believe 
believe it or not, because a lot of these young teams develop developed like you know the Knicks, the Nets are back on their feet. They just practically are out of rebuild. The Suns are doing fantastic. The Jazz. These are teams that have not been in the playoffs for so long. Well, exclude the Nets, but there have been teams that have been excluded from the playoffs for a certain point, certain amount of time. They want to put themselves back in the conversation. Like, they want to say to the rest of the league, hey, we still exist. Like, we want to make a stand. Like, we want to try to bring home a championship to our city, to our fan base. That's that's the whole team's point. You know? But, uh, yeah, this, this playoffs, this postseason, is gonna, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be something wild. I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm not sure if it's gonna be anything compared to last year with the bubble. But, um, yeah, everyone better buckle up. It's gonna be one hell of a ride this postseason uh, for, for basically any fan base. But, um, as Phil and me being big diehard LeBron's fan, LeBron fans, we want to see him repeat as champs. We want to see LeBron win his fifth ring, tie with Kobe, pass Shaquille O'Neal. Um, Phil, any any last words before we uh, sign off for the for the night? No, nah, yeah, um, basically covered it. Um, I just want to say again, yeah. Um, you know, just looking for nice um, playoffs. Um, like I was saying before, hopefully everyone can stay healthy. Um, it's, it's going to be very competitive. I really want to see how the Nets are when healthy, uh, because we have not really seen it all year. Uh, we've seen it very briefly. Um, and it seems that every time, um, one player came back, another one got healthy, mainly between that big three, um, Harden gets hurt. KD comes back right away, but then when it seems like Harden's going to come back, he gets a setback. And um, it's just very unfortunate. Um, hopefully, uh, they can be healthy. I believe at this point they are um, just resting Harden, really, until the playoffs. Uh, really no need to play him right now. The number one seed, they already clinched the playoffs. Um, seem to be doing just fine, really, without him. Um, so no real reason to rush him. Uh, they rush KD, and, uh, you know, he got re-injured. Uh, re-aggravating um, and a current injury is obviously not what they want right now. And like I said, there's really no reason for him to be playing right now. Um, like I said, they're the number one seed. It, you know, it, it's just not necessary. So hopefully he'll be well-rested for the playoffs. Hopefully LeBron and the Lakers can figure things out because right now, let's just be honest, they're stinking it up right now in LA. Um, they're not, they're just underperforming. Um, like I said, that loss last night was really, uh, it was quite embarrassing. Uh, I'm just going to be quite honest. Um, there's really no excuse. Like I said, no De'Aaron, no Harrison Barnes. That's a must win. Uh, in the situation that they're in, um, there's really no safety net. Um, you know, the two teams below them are really only like one game shy. Uh, and Denver, I believe, is like five or six games ahead. So there's really no safety net as far as, oh, well, they could afford to, uh, they, they really need to be winning uh, from here on out, really. Um but yeah, you know, again, the, it's the Lakers. Um, they have LeBron back. Uh, that's really all they can ask for at this point. Yeah. Uh, playing will be scary, uh, but because of course you know it is LeBron James we're talking about. But playing would be a little scary. Um, so hopefully we can avoid the play-in, stay at the five seed, um, and yeah, it'd be Denver round one. Uh, no Jamal Murray. So, you know, it, it's definitely a doable series for them. They beat them last year when they had Murray. So 
it only makes sense that they could, you know, do it again, but yeah, we'll but definitely also, see. Also remember, they got more rim protection. They just recently reacquired JaVale McGee. So that's going to be tough for the Lakers to deal with because, I mean, yeah, we have Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond and Montrezl Harrell. But on our bench, all we have is old Marcus Saul. I'm not sure how many rebounds he's going to he's gonna grab for us, but, you know, hope for the best for uh, every team that gets into the playoffs this year. Um yeah, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode of uh, Season 2 of the Fast Break. Uh, thank you guys for taking a listen with us, spending time out of your busy lives to spend some time with us, talk some basketball a little bit. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes this season, and we're just gonna we're just doing the best we can, man. That's all we could ask for. Um, and yeah, what, what else we're going to say? And as always, everyone who's listening to this podcast, as always... Just stay cheesy, man. Everyone always has to stay cheesy. That's the basic fundamental belief of life. If you're not staying cheesy, you're not living life the right way. I'm sorry, but that's the best way you can do it. And I know I could speak for Phil, but uh, and for Iman, Hamza, our main editor, Anthony. Um, everyone's just got to stay cheesy. I know we're going through tough times right now. and Don't worry, we're on the brink of ending you know, especially going through pandemic and all that stuff, but not to get too political right now. But uh, that's going to wrap up for episode one of season two. Boy, it feels great to say that. Season two of the Fast Break. Unbelievable. You know, we're going to continue. Yes, it getting, does. We're going to continue getting episodes out for you guys. We're doing the best we can. Uh, like we said, you know, feel free to give us feedback of, you know, what, what we could talk about, you know, when it comes to the NBA or if we could talk about anything else. Like, you know, we're always open for feedback. Uh, we're always welcome for whatever you guys like to say to us. We, we take criticism the right way this uh, here at this uh, at this little business we have here. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it, guys. Thank you for uh, for joining us today. Uh, signing off for now. That's Phil the Thrill. I'm Big Luge. Everyone, just stay cheesy, man. Hope you guys have a great night. Take care, everybody. <laughs>